0: we are live Let's yeah live of the voice of the millennials podcast welcome everybody we got a nice uh just relaxing episode today we ain't really trying to bother nobody today we just trying to trying to relax kick back you know and do do what we do <laughs> so welcome everybody yeah. this is episode 16 um and uh yeah we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh Pretty pretty good subject today. I'm going to hand it off to Justin because he's the one that's kind of going to drive the boat uh, for today's episode. So, Justin, take it away. Cool, cool,
1: cool. Thank you, Phil. Um,
0: so, man,
1: um, you know we we were talking, and uh, um, one thing I said, you know, uh, you guys all know, we bring it up every once in a while. We have like a little group chat uh, with the three of us. And we talk about different things. And one, one of the things that I kind of brought up a couple of weeks ago was, you know, that maybe we should do an episode about why the church should be preserved, right? Um, and, and I'll give you guys just a backstory of why that came to mind. Um, about two weeks ago, I was in a, uh, a men's ministry meeting at my church. Resurrection of my family worship center fort Pierce, Florida shameless club um, but you know we do the uh, the men's ministry meetings once a month at our church, and this particular meeting you know, you know the typical flow is one of the uh, ministers of our assembly will you know put together a, a bit of a lesson for us and we will um, Go from there and just talk through whatever topic uh, they have for the day. We'll say a prayer. We might sing some songs, eat some pizza, some wings or something, fellowship, and we go home, which is, you know, it's cool. This particular time, though, it kind of ends up turning into where literally you're talking about probably 20 something guys ranging from in their 70s to in their 20s. All sharing. Um, and there were, ended up really not even really being a lesson. We just all start talking about our dreams and our goals and, um, and just all kinds of stuff. We're just all sharing one by one, going going around the room. And one thing that I saw, man, there were two things that really just kind of blew me away. Um, the first was a guy who's um, somewhere in his 30s. And he starts talking about um, how our pastor has literally been like a father figure for him. Grown man breaks down in tears, and he says, "This guy, you know, I, I like, has been such a strong sense of male leadership for me." Now, this isn't somebody who met our pastor when he was a kid. He met him as a grown man. You know what I'm saying? And and he says, this guy has been a father figure for me and given me direction in life that I have needed my entire life. Blow, blew me away to see this man break down crying. And then the we go further around the room. This is at this point, maybe a half hour later from everybody sharing. And it gets down to another man. This gentleman is in his 60s. And he starts talking and sharing about how the brotherhood and family atmosphere of the ministry, he's like, he didn't really come up having family close like that. He didn't have a brotherhood like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, came up hard, all that kind of stuff. This man is retired. This is He's, he's gone through his to- total life. And he breaks out in tears. Showing, talking about how the ministry's family atmosphere has given him the sense of brotherhood and family that he's not had his entire life. And my mind starts thinking, where else do you get that besides the church? Yeah, it's true. And... It just made me start thinking because our generation, sometimes we do such a good job. We do such a good job of not ignoring issues. Right. We will speak out about issues. We talk about gender inequality in ministry. We will talk about inequality uh, with ages. We will talk about misogyny. Uh, We will talk about bad doctrine. We will talk about judgment. We will talk about lack of love you know, lack of innovation. We talk about all those things and we need to. Those are all, you know, very, very, very important things. But I think that we have to have a discussion of also of why the church needs to be preserved. We can have a lot of conversations about what's bad about the church or what the church needs to improve on. But I think that we should have a conversation about what makes the church worth putting in all this work. Because we're you know, here we are advocates for church, for the church. We are advocates for Christianity. And and so, you know, if you watch us, which I hope you do, speaking of watching us, you should be liking and sharing this right now. Um mm-hmm. but <laughs> uh, I think we, we you know um if you watch us, you'll notice a lot of times we bring um we, we try to bring balance to some of the things that maybe need to be corrected in the church. Uh, but today we wanted to come on and say, Hey, let's give some reasons why the church is a great place, why the church is something that should be kept on and maybe sharing some of our experiences in church that have been great. Um, so, so to start, um, Philip, why don't you give me you know just maybe one or two reasons why why do you think the church should should still be around? Why not just throw it away if if there's so much wrong with it, why not just throw it away and become spiritual
0: yeah i mean um i mean we we, we we've talked about it a lot you know we've talked about the 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 tradition of church and the the religious spirit that people have on them which you know obviously most people want to do away with which is okay but the church as a whole you know it it, many people say well you know the church isn't a building but then they they say that in the context of that they can just not assemble at all and um be okay (laughs) Um, which is which is not really good because you know even the bible says you know not to forsake the assembling of yourselves so i mean it's it's more like people try to cancel church for some reason when there's more benefits to having church and even becoming a part of a church than not um i don't know why my camera is like focus focusing but um so, like, I, I kind of think about atheists sometimes, right? So, like, you know, you can, if you talk to an atheist, they'll probably give you some, some of them are arrogant or just ignorant, but some, some have compelling arguments about why they think God doesn't exist, why they think religion is just bad or anything. And my, usually one argument that I like to put out there is that if people really abided by the principles of the Bible and be what the church is actually meant to be without the traditions and without the 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 personal preferences preferences becoming uh salvific or or becoming you know doctrine without that if you just follow the principles of the bible it makes people better people whether you think god exists or not or the bible is true or not if you follow the principles of the bible for what they really are and not interpret things in the way that it's supposed to be or 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 not interpret things in your own uh opinion. But if you do things in context and follow the principles of the Bible, it literally makes people better people. Like nobody can That's dispute like if you if you were if yeah. you were to, to take away all the all the all the the the, the people that are just f- for one political party you know you got all the Trump people and you got all the Biden people if you take away the, the 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 politics and if you take away the personal preferences and the personal interpretations of certain scriptures and everything like that take all that away and take the bible for what it truly is in context and it will make people better people not only that but become church is one universal place for community, and there's my dog in the background. Um, church <laughs> is one is one place that you know that you can go anywhere, and there's a church, so there's automatically a community that, that you can plug into, no matter where you go. Um, and you know, m- m- most most churches are good churches, and they try to make people feel welcome, and they try to make people feel loved, and that's a good thing, and that's what should happen. But also the reason why people should really try to become a part of a church, not just go to the building, you know, every every week, but actually become part of that family is because what you bring to the table is as important as anybody else in that building, including the pastor. What God has blessed you with, what he's blessed, like the intellect that he blessed you with, the 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 the, the, the gifts, the talents, the abilities that he blessed you with can also Help somebody else, and that's what community is all about. Whether it's about uh, whether you think it's it's uh, 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 like if God gave you a certain ability and it's not necessarily for church, that's okay. But even if you were a part of a community that's not church, that would still be beneficial. So even if you take away all the religious whatever whatever, the church is a community that is there to help. Um, um, heal people it's there to help uh mature people's help to is there to help grow people um not just spiritually but but just normally in in practical life um in, in in just practical life like the church can help in just about any capacity and that's what it's for the church is supposed to be flexible in in, in the way that it can bend different ways to help people um in any kind of situation of their life so um And honestly, I mean, this is a rabbit trail. We can go down like so many, so many ways. But I mean, the the bottom line is there's so many more benefits to going to church and being a part of a church than there is not. And um, I mean, some people haven't have have um, talked about that in the way that, you know, you just shouldn't be in the world or whatever. But really, when you just think about the fact that it's community, and there's my wife. Uh, if you think about the fact that there's just community in general, <laughs> oh, <snap>. um, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> community. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yes, yes. hey, Hi, 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 <laughs> hi to the motherland. <laughs> I thought I was having- <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, the, the, the church being just just the community that it is is supposed to do more um, good than harm, and usually it does. Um, What what we talk about a lot of times here on this podcast is we do call out a lot of things because we want people that maybe have been hurt or maybe have uh, uh, heard things um, in in a negative light about the church. We want to basically let you know that we hear you, we see you, and we're not we're at least we're not gonna uh, do our best to try to let that happen. Like we don't want that to happen in the church, but for the most part, church is a good thing. And, it sh- and, and we should never put church in this cancel culture that is, is happening right now. It's running rampant, too. But people want to cancel this. They want to cancel that. But the one thing that shouldn't be canceled is church. And people are trying. Don't think that yeah. people are trying. They oh, are. Yeah, right. They're really trying to. Yeah. And, and and it really started, you know, years ago with the people that were like, oh, I don't need to go to church to, you know, be a Christian. Or I don't need to go to church to, you know, love God or whatever. I can, I can do this from home or whatever. But we as just human beings need each other. And that's- what and can, can, can I just interject really quick on that note, right?
1: And this may send us on a rabbit show. I don't know. You are not the church. We are the church. You can't be church Ooh, by yourself. That's by that's definition that. of the word, like, it is the ecclesia, it is the called out one's, Like, uh, church is a pluralistic term. It it is is not a term that you can be. You can be a Christian by yourself, but you cannot be the church by yourself. You are not the church without other people. It's impossible by Mm -hmm. definition of the word. And I think that what a lot of people is like, oh, well, I can have church by myself, just me and the Lord. No, you can't.
2: You can have a spiritual experience, but not church. Sure. You
0: can can, can have service. Yeah,
2: yeah. But it's not church. And I think
1: (laughs) that so many of us in this generation, uh, you know, we've gotten so turned off by the negative, because the truth is the negative of the church gives way more publicity than the good.
0: And I mean that's just how the world is. The world, like, period. When, when you turn on the news, you see negative stuff. There's there's no positivity mm-hmm. on the news, right? It's because negative, it's because because negative, gets,
2: <coughs> negative gets clicks. Negative gets views. Negative gets right. brings yeah. in the cash. Like, like, know, people so.
0: want to see a pastor get caught in a scandal. They want to see some, you know some church do something in the wrong way that offends somebody, and they want that to make headlines. Like that's what people want to see, but mm-hmm. when you Take all that away. And, and it's honestly, it's the same thing with cops. Like, you know, you, 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 you like all these news outlets love to show you how, how this cop did this and this cop did that. And yes, there's bad apples in there. But like, we forget that, you know, there are cops that stop and play basketball with people on the side of the street. You know, there's, there's, there, there, there's, there's cops that will, I mean, I saw a picture the other day that a cop went and mowed somebody's grass because, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the guy needed to go take a break. So, And and this is really the same thing with the church. Like if you really see what happens on a daily, weekly basis, because church is not just about a church service, but it's also about the the, just just getting together a lot like like small groups during the week and stuff like that and staying connected. That's really what church is about is just being connected so that you can be strengthened. Yes, that's what it's about. So but and, and if you see that and if you see that side, you will understand that church is possibly one of the most important things in your life. I mean, we can even go on, on the on the on the fact that, you know, kids growing up like even 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 rappers that, you know, some people would say don't even serve God always reference their upbringing in church and they keep some principles. Just because that's the way that they were raised. Some of the greatest, greatest creatives
2: in our world has came from church. Yeah, church provides sort of, that space. Demi Lava, I'll, I'll give you a few. Demi Lovato, Jay-Z, um, Nicki Minaj, um, Mar, uh, I think Mariah Carey, Beyonce, uh, mm-hmm. Katy Perry, um, Justin, uh, what's his name? Justin Bieber. Bieber? His name. Justin Bieber. Like there, so many of the top, 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 top singing even rappers in Hollywood. Even if we go
1: back historically, Whitney Houston, Elvis Presley. Ooh, I yeah. mean, it, it it goes on and on and on. I mean, in various genres, Mahalia Jackson. I mean, it it it, it literally. Sam Cook. Sam Cook started as a gospel singer. Mm-hmm. I mean, count, countless individuals. Um that have aretha franklin i mean like jennifer hudson like so so
2: many people
1: um so uh, many, more, uh, than,
0: more, than, friggin- more than you think more than you think yeah yeah because like, because
2: because it's this narrative that every person that's in hollywood is this satan worshiping baby eating um <laughs> Terrible person that wants to see the world burn and Christianity gone. And what they fail to realize is that a lot of them, even though they don't, even though their music is not Christian, even though that you know what they do in public is simply for attention and to get views and to stay relevant, like you probably see them privately at home praying, reading your Bible, talking to a lot of them
1: go to church. Stevie Wonder. Uh, Denzel Washington is Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. Yes he became
2: Pentecostal a couple years ago.
1: He's been Pentecostal for years yeah D- look it up on YouTube those of you who are watching me Denzel Washington actually talks about receiving the Holy Ghost yep I remember that. Denzel movie. Washington uh, I mean so so training many Denzel
2: Washington
1: yes yes training day <laughs> uh, uh, um, Magic Johnson Is Pentecostal
2: The man that got AIDS
1: <laughs> He healed I don't care what nobody said that <laughs> He has lived too well, long
2: I'll put it to you like this i put it to you like this Magic got up in front of a congregation one time uh, His pastor had him come up And I tell you one thing That man can move a crowd <laughs> that man if he were to ever say i am going to start preaching that man can You're do some crap. damage yeah he can do some da- i'm not going to lie like he can do yeah some i damage. saw that
0: yeah but i mean like- in, in, in 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 that context like that that really is another important part of church is that it literally provides people the space to express their creativity in whatever way yes. they're talented and gifted and be able to cultivate that. Yes. In, in, Britney Spears. in, in a healthy environment, too. Like churches, yeah, like re- remember back in the day whenever you used to get up and do a solo, and even if you were hitting a couple wrong notes, there was a grandma on the bed that would say, Take your time, baby. Let them use Like let them
2: use it. Like,
0: it, malign- it <laughs> Most most of the time in the world, they will drag you and be like, "You're trash." But in the church, they'll be like, "You know what? It's okay. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Go, Apollo you know, kid. Practice, practice, and do it again. You know. So it, oh, it really, oh. I mean, we and we could talk about so many other benefits, but like even just that, even just you cultivating you as a creative person, cultivating your gift, cultivating whatever your ministry may be, whatever your career may be, like. It is a church is 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 a place of of dynamic discovery in Mm -hmm. in in a a spiritual context that can reveal even more so than what the world can reveal. And that's what a lot of people fail to see. Yeah. Yeah. Caleb. Um,
2: well, I think the church should be preserved, and I know that'll probably some of you that follow my page. You know that are probably tuning into this probably think oh my goodness really you know um i remember i got a comment i think i sent it to y'all but i got a comment from this one um absolute lady saying that um that i we need to speak better about the church and stop downing the church and yeah and, yeah um, and uh you know she was like you get you guys are not the pastor of facebook this that and the third and the thing is is the reason you would probably think we're so hard on the church or you know trying to hold the church accountable is because the three of us have experienced what good church is for instance like the church i'm at now shout out to pentecostals Bolger, pastor jerry dean um the church i'm at now exhibits what church should be like the amount of love there i'll give you i'll give you a, i'll give you a great uh example when I was leaving for deployment, right? I, you know, I play on the music team, sing on the music team, whatever. And I was, you know, we had, it was watch night service because I was literally leaving New Year's day. And it was watch night service. I came, you know, we we did our thing and then um, I was just gonna dip. And then they're like, oh, Caleb, hold up, right? And I was like, you know, I turned around, I was like, okay, what's up? And they're like, we got you a cake. It was a cookie cake. I didn't know they knew I liked cookie cake, but pretty much they were like, we love you. We hope you come back. And it's just like, like where else do you get that? You know what I mean? Like the, the amount of love you receive at church, the amount, of, the, the amount of good things that I have seen come from church. I have seen church done right. For instance, on Thanksgiving, our pastor, and y'all's pastors probably does something similar. Our pastor does a turkey drive. And they don't just buy turkeys and then somebody from an agency comes and picks them up and goes and delivers them. No, you get your $20 you buy a turkey and some dressings or the church will buy it. And then every you will take the ones that you bought and you will go deliver it to families. Mm-hmm. And that is so good. Like you're, you're, you're feeding the community. You're helping out the people who need help. Like, I mean, my pastor does not boast about it, but my pastor has helped people financially in the church before. And, and the thing is, is, is when I see stuff like that, I can't help but want to stomp out any thing that would poison that image of the church. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because there's so much good that the church can do for our communities. There's so much good that the church can do for troubled youth. There's 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 so much the church can do. And so so when people are like, "Oh, y'all are so hard on church." I'm like, "This is why." Because we have seen so much good come out of the church. Yes. We don't want somebody to say I don't want to experience the good that is coming out of church just because they had this really terrible traumatic experience. We should have things in place to be able to stomp that out immediately. Um, another reason is uh, just like Philip was saying community. Um, I'm, there's this program at our church. It's um, hurts habits and hang up. It's called seven. And pretty much if you, you know, pretty much going through divorce or you have some habit that you're trying to get rid of whatever, um, whatever struggle in your life, you can just come and you're, during the week, like on Tuesday or Thursday, and you're just exhorted. You're you are you're exhorted. You're pretty much recharged, and you know every everybody there has a common purpose. Like, hey, we're we're all messed up. We're all trying to get through something, and it's just that that connectiveness, that that family type idea. Like, you can't really get at your job. Like, you know, your boss might come out there and say, hey guys, we're family. But it's like they say that because they want people's morale to come up and and work product productivity to yeah. get better, you know, they're real when, cause at the end of the day, it's like in the military, they're like, Oh, we're a family. But when you turn around the military in the military, like people are backstabbing each other, um, mm-hmm. throwing each other under mm-hmm. the bus and, and, but in the church, it's not, like that. it's not like that. The good churches I've seen, it's not like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you talk about, when, when you talk about, build each other up they're there they are building each other up and i think that on on a on a scale of throw the church away to keep the church we need to keep the church because a lot of people live and die by that weekly get built up session you know Dude. some people might say some people might say oh you shouldn't you know you should have but here's the thing that weekly build up session like is just you can't, you can't just explain that away. You can't go somewhere else and get that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, the, the church definitely needs to be preserved. Um, but it, you know, we, 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 have some, we have some inward looking to do. And, uh, as a collective, we need to try to mitigate the problems that have been plaguing the Christian church for decades and, um, pretty much, giving people ammo to say see this is why I don't go to church you know what I'm saying like we sure you know, I just think churches is, church is too important you know it's like when the pandemic happened you remember the debates online between Christians should we have church should we not have church yep. and yep. you know and the thing is is I was so caught in the middle because if anybody that knows me knows I love church the people that that go to church with me will tell you Caleb is here when the doors are open you know like I love church and then the pandemic
0: oh he froze i guess oh, I, thought, yeah, I, thought, I, so. I thought it was my internet <laughs> i mean yeah so, for a i mean to kind of continue off his point till he gets back i mean he uh he, he doesn't make a great point well like with the whole pandemic thing that really caused the church to really be the church be oh the- dude most of the guidelines that the states put out were like you can't gather in any more like any more numbers than like what ten sometimes fifteen some of them will limit to twenty. Um, and yeah. for a while, for a while it was like ten or under. Okay, yeah, 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 you're back, you're back. Yeah, we got it. But yeah, but I mean, for, for a while it was like ten and under, and I was just like, when you think about church, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, y- yes, we don't have to have service to be the church but the fact that we are connected makes us the church and then the fact that we just have internet to be able to do it online makes it even easier to be said church so yeah mm-hmm. so, you, you, you you can continue because you, you just cut out for a little you
2: bit know like when the whole pandemic happened like you know i'm i'm all about being you know smart and intelligent and safe and my pastors did a great job with you know, one adhering to the guidelines, but at the same time trying to flow in what God wanted them to do. And I think it shook out pretty, pretty good. We did not have a huge outbreak in our churches or anything like that, Um, which is, which I I was glad to see. I was glad to see that, you know, they took it serious and, you know, didn't really take the attitude of we're going to stick it to the man and, you know, have this haughty mindset because I would get online and watch different like conferences during the pandemic. And, and it was like the whole narrative of the conferences were, oh, we're not going to let, you know, the government tell us what to do. And then, you know, get there. Oh, who's on? You know, and I'm just like, all right, guys, let's have church. You know what I'm saying? Let's just have church. You know, so uh, so it, it was really difficult when that happened, um, because to me, church is church is so important. Me, I can I mean, this might sound sacrilege, but I can do without I mean, I can do without church simply because I've been in the military and I've been I'm in a position now to where I can't go to church. The only church I can go to is online only because I have internet. But if we get hit with an EMP, that's gone too. So, you know, I've, I've been there and I've been in places where I can't go to church, but for a lot of people that aren't me, they live and die by that church service. And I I think it's so important for us to maintain that. We just need to tweak it just a tad, just a tad. (laughs) That's all I got.
1: For yeah, sure. um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of piggyback on what both you guys said there. I mean, definitely for the, for the, for, for that community, what that provides, um, you know, all my life, every, I, honestly, all of the people closest to me, uh, somehow or another, I've known them from church. In, in fact, honestly, my if if there had never been a church, I wouldn't exist as a person. My father and mother met at church um, My dad was a drug addict prior to coming to the Lord and in coming to the Lord he was delivered from uh, over a decade uh, drug addiction and you know he and my mother meet and here I come. You know, afterwards. So, I literally, you know, my existence is tied to church. Um, I met my wife at church. If we would have never had that affiliation, there's no way in the world we would have ever crossed paths. Um, and that—that's just some of my personal experiences. You know, my some of my closest friends. We've had uh, somehow or another met in churches um, at various events and so forth. And, you know, not to say that that's the only thing that would make church important, but the community that you get, the experiences that you have with people um, are are unmatched. Um, We were talking earlier about children, you know, today I can jump up in front of a crowd of 500 people and it's not going to bother me in the least, but I'm able to do that because when I was two years old, we had children's choir, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've stood on the stage and played the organ for Jatay Carr. And don't get me wrong. I was kind of nervous for that, but I also was like, Hey, I can do this, but that's because I was playing the organ at a church with 30 people. As an amateur, I didn't even really know how to work it. You know what I'm saying? And, and granted, I'm still an amateur. I don't consider myself a professional musician, but I, you know, just to make the point of being able to, to communicate in front of large crowds, and, and it doesn't bother me because I was given those opportunities as a child to say, okay, hey, let me step up and and do this um you know there those are just little opportunities like we talk about people being able to find their gifts of public speaking there's a friend of mine who came up and he was speaking in church now this guy literally speaks to thousands of people around the country motive as a motivational speaker literal thousands like that's not an exaggeration thousands at a time <laughs> And, and, and he got that from being able to grab a microphone in, in a church setting and speak to 30 people. Like, the, those are the types of experiences that church affords that no other group is going to give. And let's not forget, the church is Jesus's idea. That's God's idea. Like, the church isn't something that people came up with because they... Want it to be religious and just follow, you know, after some type of man-made idea. That's what some people might have you to think. But uh, according to the narrative of Scripture, the church was established by Jesus, and so I think it's very important for us to understand. I don't, I don't believe that the church is in danger of of going out or becoming quote unquote extinct. Um, But what I do believe is that sometimes, and this is kind of the thrust behind what we discuss a lot of times, is that the church is in danger of losing maximum effectiveness. In fact, I will say the church has lost maximum effectiveness because of how much we can sometimes insert ourselves uh, into the process. Now, granted, we are human, so it will never be perfect
0: Mm -mm.
1: because there are no perfect people, right? So, um, you know, while I don't have necessarily expectations that the church uh, at large will become perfect, um, at least not on this side, um, I do believe that there are things that we can do to preserve the reputation of the church and to make sure that we represent God well in the earth. So, you know, um, man, th- those are all things that the church needs to be, to be uh, kept in. I've seen too many things happen um, as a result of the church, families uh, that have been restored as a result of the church. I know several people personally who have had drug addictions that have come to church, and man, that thing went, went away. I-, I know people whose marriages had been on the rocks and— they got involved in church, and the Lord just fixed that thing together. I have seen my own dad as a pastor, literally someone needed a vehicle, and he gave them his car. Man. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've seen people come um, and, and, and money just be given to them. There was one lady coming up in, in church, uh, and she said she wanted to go back to school. in our church— Said that not a one-time offering. This was a monthly offering for as long as she was in school, where people voluntarily would donate money so that we could help her pay for school every month. We did this for as long as she was in school. Wow. So you know, these are the types of things that I've seen. So many ministries uh, that have um, stuff like celebrate recovery at, at, at uh, the church that um, that my mother is attending. Um, I, I met a gentleman who I knew as I kind of met as a child. I didn't know his story like that, but I, I saw the guy's face. I remembered him. And he started sharing his testimony with me, breaking down in tears. This man was a drunk. He was out. I mean, he was down and out. He comes to their church to the Celebrate Recovery program, goes through the program. The Lord turns his life around. Him and his wife are doing good. Today, he is free of his alcohol addiction, and he is teaching he is the teacher of the Celebrate Recovery class. The same class that he went through to get off, now he's helping others to go through that same process. Um, I mean, literally countless testimonies if I start to go through of opportunities that people have had have at renewed life because of the church. Um, even throughout this pandemic, there are so many churches uh, that have made sure that they were able to feed families by the thousands uh, yeah. and and make sure that they you know that we weren't just we didn't all just go online and start doing Facebook lives like so many of our ministries have made sure that we were out there feeding the homeless and and making sure that I know of one church that put showers in the parking lot so that the homeless could come there. And, and take showers and be clean. Like the, these are these are I mean just count, literally countless things that have been done by churches to to try to affect this world. Um, and, I, and I'm not saying that there aren't other people that do good things, but I am saying that if you removed the Christian church, from the world in its entirety. And I I know, especially when we start dealing with people of African-American descent, some of our history with Christianity is a little bit, it's not even a little bit, it's a lot of it jaded. Um, But but I I want you to think about if you completely remove the Christian church from history, it's 2,000-year history. I know we can come up with bad things that have happened that it's like, well, if Christianity never existed, if the church never existed, we wouldn't have had this. All right, I'll give you that. But look at how much good the church did. The first schools in America were churches. Mm -hmm. Especially when we, we want to start talking about black people and HBCUs. And yeah. I mean, you know, like come on you you if you remove church from it, how many of our superstars that have given hope to so many people do you have to take out? Mm-hmm.
0: if we oh. give up
1: church, how many institutions do we have to take out oh but, yeah, let's forgive Martin Luther King jr. he was a preacher
2: mm-hmm.
1: like i mean how, how many how many uh, uh, of the world's leaders that have been Christians, would you have to completely just throw away? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even even time has been marked by Christianity. We have uh, B.C. and A.D. Uh, and you don't get that. You don't get that just by Avicenna. You get that because somewhere along the line, some someone was extremely effective. Yeah. And so um, I think it's just so important for us to make sure that we really give full consideration to what we are saying when we, when we say, you know, get rid of the church. No, let's not get rid of the church. I know some people have had bad experiences, and, and that's what we're here to try to rectify, uh, but, but let's not forget how much good that the church has afforded so many lives. I've, I I mean, I, I've seen it where families were not able to pay for funerals and the church get together to raise the money for people to be able to bury their loved ones.
0: Mm-hmm. This, I mean, before GoFundMe, there was the church. Absolutely. Yes. And, and even today, the people donating to
1: your GoFundMe, a lot of times, are church people.
0: That's facts. hmm Check this so out.
1: just
2: a lot, yeah. of, a lot of times, a lot of times, uh, fa- families that didn't go to the church, that yes. had that had financial needs, all they yes. had was somebody that was simply connected to that church. They weren't going there. They weren't tired right. there. But right. they came to church and say, "Hey, we're in a tough spot," and the church is like, "Cool, hey guys, do you mind donating?" And they give them the financial help that they need. They probably and yes. they ne- if they, they never came back to the church to be yeah. a regular member, but they will never forget what the church did for them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and these are the types of things that don't get enough publicity. True. Mm-hmm.
2: True.
1: They don't get enough publicity. I understand,
2: I understand people wanting to pastors wanting to be humble. And not wanting to brag, you know, make it seem like we're bragging about doing good. But I wish more of those things got out into the into the, um, Internet so people can see that, you know, what the negative that you see, the pastors praying on on the church females, like all that foolishness. Like, it's not just that. It's a lot more than that. It's a lot deeper than that.
0: But, I mean, not only that, I mean, in this day and age of the media, there's always going to be some negative comment or reaction to even a positive thing. So, I mean, yeah. and that, that's what, honestly, Jesus warned that the church would be persecuted for his name's sake. Like, that can constitute, honestly, as persecution. Like, you can do a good thing and somebody will try to take it and twist it to be bad. And that ain't nothing but the work of the devil, because he always tries to take mm-hmm. something good and make it bad. So, I mean... Yes, we should definitely do all this stuff, and and we should definitely try to help other people see that this is what the church really is about. And I like how a lot of churches are now embracing the presence of social media and using it to their advantage, showing people that hey, yeah, we're doing we're doing the work of community service, which is what the church should do as a collective. Um, especially if you have an established church building and everything, like we should be yes. fully involved in community service, and most churches are. Honestly, it's not something that I really have to harp on because most churches do do that. Um, yeah. So and I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we can go all day. Uh, um, I, I'm going to go in a few minutes, but we, um, but we can really go all day on really the benefits of the church. Like we have to try to come up with stuff to try to, you know, talk about why we need to fix this in church or why the church needs to get rid of this. But really, if we were to talk about the goodness of the church it would take multiple episodes <laughs> because yeah oh yeah um, yeah the positive it really was had on our lives and the positive effect it's had on other people's lives and even just this, this, this country in general like many people can say that this country is going to crap but really what what good is left of the country i would argue comes from the church from the church yep so um really i mean i mean Yes, there are those people have had issues with people in church. People have had issues with the way some churches are uh, 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 handled certain situations or whatever. But that should not deter you from church in general, because you are better off being connected to people that can pour into you help you and then you also return the favor because one thing like a lot like and, and 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 someone put it in the comments that you know church is a hospital for the sick but you know how does the church effectively minister to people that have it all together how, how does the church effectively minister to billionaires mm. that have good marriages they got all the money in the world they don't have mental health issues everything's good their kids are good how do you minister to them you can minister to those people like they 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 can get inspiration they can get uh um, um healthy uh good ideas on how to run their company or whatever they do from the church and from their pastor and not only that they can return the favor to their community their church and help them become better help the church yes. have, a, have a wider reach so really the church is just an invaluable asset to the world and just a whole and nobody Absolutely. can even if Atheists want to try and claim that what we preach and what we believe is wrong, even if it is, which it's not. But if it is, it would have made people better people. It would have brought together communities that were, would not have gotten uh, together had it been left up to the world you know segregated by race segregated by different cultures you know segregated by all this stuff even language because oh yeah the church also bridges the gap between language barriers as well but we'll talk about yep. that another time but this and, and, and just just
1: a tag just a teaser on that that language barrier thing the church since its inception day has been breaking that barrier
0: That's all I have to say on that. That's facts. That's facts. Since, yeah, since the the birth of the church, we have broken even the language barrier. So more good comes out of it Mm. than bad, even if you don't believe the doctrine, which, you know, eventually if you stick around, you probably will. But even if you don't believe the doctrine, if you don't believe God, if you don't believe the Bible, just the existence of the church will bless your life and detaching, and de- detaching from it is only a detriment to you really so um yes yeah, so, i mean with, with this episode i mean honestly this is a great it's a great conversation to have that we could honestly have a part 2 if y'all want a part 2 put it in the comments and be sure to like and share please uh if y'all please. Do you all want a part 2 but yeah yes definitely tell us um, um we'll probably deliberate on it uh <laughs> after this but um yes it is I'll, definitely... I'll say that. Go, go ahead go ahead go ahead
2: I'll say this, though. Um, Justin, you made a point about the um, the church losing its effectiveness. Honestly, I think the the church, the traditional, fundamental evangelicalism that we know today is losing its effectiveness. Agreed. I think the true church at large has not lost its effectiveness, and the true church will reap a harvest. You know what I mean? But the traditional Western evangelical model that was shoved down our throats since we were children, that is definitely losing its Yeah, it's dying
1: to slow death as it should. As it you should you know
2: and, and the thing is 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 people are kicking and screaming saying that, you know, um and they're calling us
0: progressive. Progressive. He did say that. <laughs> he yeah, that. I,
1: heard the, I heard the progressive yeah. uh, part there. Um, Can you guys hear me? Okay, yeah, you're back.
2: Okay. Um, the people call us progressive, right? And, and, you know, they say we should keep things the way it, it was, used to be way back in the day. And they are lamenting the slow, painful death that the traditional, fundamental evangelical churches um, di- um, dying so uh uh, honestly honestly we we just have to keep pressing forward and um uh i i i I guess you could consider what we do and where we are at as christians is we we've just been deconstructing all the bad things that we've been taught and trying to hold on to that which is good yes you know and so that um, that
0: that is great That's the part. And so
2: many, and for those of you watching, the word deconstruct in a religious sense is simply taking an inward, hard look at what you believe. Yeah. Comparing it with the Bible in context and seeing if it stacks up. If it doesn't stack up, throw it away. If it does stack up, hold on to it. That's what deconstructing is. And that's honestly what we've been doing is just deconstructing what we've been taught over the years. And Throwing away some things and just holding on to the good things. You know, some people, oh, y'all sound like atheists. We're not. We're just simply, we're just simply putting Christianity, we're not putting Christianity on trial, we're putting the religious model that we've been taught all of our lives on trial and trying to see whether we should keep that model or throw it away and create something that is a lot better than what the old model was, so...
0: Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. My camera's yeah. probably died, so if I black out, uh forgive me. <laughs> but <laughs> d- d- definitely d- definitely agree with everything. I mean, we're just trying to do our best to uh be like Christ, which is what being a Christian Absolutely. is. Absolutely. So um yeah. yeah, we're just we're just doing our best. Um, Justin, did you have any closing comments? Man?
1: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely with that. I mean, honestly, if I could sum up everything that we've talked about, I would put it into one phrase. I didn't make this up, I've heard it said. Uh, Apostle Matthew Stevens. Uh, and that phrase is Long live
0: the church. Mm-hmm. Long live the church. Yeah. That's where I said. All right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. Long live the church, man. Hey, um, everybody that, that has tuned in, thank you for th- thank you for watching. Even if you're watching this after the fact, we appreciate you. Um, if you can, please like and share this because we also want people to know about the goodness of the church. And we have all obviously presented very, very compelling arguments as to why you should go to church, which if you're not going to church, please go to church. Find a good church to go to and go to it. Plug into that community, um, pour into those people and allow them to pour into you as well. Um, but, um, yeah, if y'all want a part two, let us know. We love y'all. Thank you for joining. More grace, and we will see you grace next episode. Good yeah. See y'all.
1: Love
0: you.